Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Intentional Life Podcast. You may have seen us doing a little dancing right here at the very beginning, and it's because we love our intro music. And so we hope it makes you dance too. Uh, This is the podcast where we talk about life, your relationships, about how intentionality uh, can only strengthen and bring positive change to your life. I have never seen negative changes come out of intentional living unless you were intentionally trying to be a deal hole. So. Yep. Okay. I mean, look, it's It's true. true. (laughs) Like, like if you're just intentionally trying to be a a jerk (laughs) or intentionally just like not, if you're intentionally chasing negative things, you can expect a negative outcome. So. Gotcha. I gotcha. So that's the only time I've seen that happen. But, and I say that from experience. Bing. So (laughs) plenty of that there. I, I learned, uh, you know, I've learned plenty. Some people say they have PhDs in DUMB. And uh, I mean, I won't necessarily say exactly the same, but I'm close. I did oh flunk gosh. out. I did flunk out of that college though. So <laughs> anyways. All right, that was well, a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, that was, you know, hey, look, we're figuring out how the whole intro of this starts. We are here. To, to talk and have fun. We want this to be like you're hanging out with us and weird, goofy things like that are what happens when you're hanging out with us. So welcome. How are you doing today? I'm great. Yeah? Yeah, fantastic. How are you? Perfect. Perfect. We were talking right before we started <laughs> how uh, apparently we say that quite a bit. It was pointed out like by, uh, uh, it was pointed out by uh, our videographer for today, David Young. Shout out to David. I work with him uh, at work, and uh, you know he does a fantastic job. Very excited to have him on this project with us. And apparently, I say it a lot at work, and then Amy made a comment and said the same thing, and he goes, so who said it first? Which one of you? And, <laughs> I was like, said what? <laughs> and, and, and we don't know, but apparently, we say it a lot. So oh my I gosh. guess those are the weird things that come with being married. Um. There's so many things that you say that I pick up now, and I'm like, dang it. Because instead of saying woohoo, you say wahoo, and now I say wahoo all the time, and it woo-hoo! drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's funny at the same time. So, anyways, uh, that's where we're at. Anyway. And so, hey, so part of what we do here on the Intentional Life Pod is that we, um, we take your questions. We have uh, mm. questions from friends. And family and anybody that wants to write in, uh, if you want to ask a question, go to the link for the Google form uh, in our social media. It's in the show notes, description, wherever it is. You can go click that Google form. Send us a question. We want to hear from you so that we can talk about the things that are going on in your world and help you out as best we can. We may not have all the answers and we'll be honest. There are times where we'll talk and we'll say we don't have all the answers but this is what we do know, and this is the direction we can point you in. And if if that's the level of help that we can be, then that's what we'll do. But yep. uh, I mean, you know, and maybe at some point we pull some other people in who know more about certain topics than we do, have more experience in certain areas. Yeah. You know, so that would be exciting. Yeah. There are going to be times where, you know, we, we take a question and maybe we we do a little extra prep work about it and we don't do what we're about to do. Which I think is how we're going to do most of our episodes. But to start, <laughs> I have the bowl of questions. 
And yes. so we're we're gonna draw at random. These are all questions that we've received, and you know we may have got clarification on them from the person that wrote them, or uh, or we've combined them with some other questions. So, uh, but the way we're gonna do this is that we're just gonna draw it out of the bowl and talk about whatever comes out of the bowl that day. So, Amy, here you go. <laughs> Not nervous at all. Pick a skinny one. Well, that's not a skinny one. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are we talking about today, love? Starting off with a bang. Yeah? What is it? <laughs> How to hold fellow Christians accountable without passing judgment. How to correct your friends in Christ in a loving way. And dealing with friends who aren't saved. That is. So those sorry. are all separate questions, but... Yeah. We, kinda, we lumped them together because so they're we'll, all in that same we'll, topic we'll, field. We'll Oops. talk We'll talk about that. Yeah. We'll hit all of them. Um, I'm going to leave this right here so we don't forget what the question. Yeah. So are. Let's, let's start with the first one. Is that how to hold? Which I'm, I think I get the first two kind of go together. How to hold fellow Christian, yeah. Christians accountable without passing judgment and how to correct your friends in Christ in a loving way. And um, I mean, that really comes down to... Uh, to be able to approach situations and conversations like that without judgment has to do with the heart posture of how you are entering that conversation with them and mm -hmm. how you view those around you because it's very easy for somebody to walk through life uh, and and con and constantly pass judgment on somebody whether it's how they're uh, how they're choosing to live their life uh, whatever they've done whether it was something directly to you or to others and to to hold that judgment and but when you walk through life in a way that carries grace, forgiveness, and humility. It makes it very difficult to carry judgment when you're carrying those other three. Yeah. And I think also, like, what's your relationship? Like, when you say holding other Christians accountable, are those, like, people you have a relationship with? Or are those random strangers on the internet who are Christians that you're going to go correct them in their Instagram feed, like in their comment section. Like what do you, relationship has a big uh, part to play when it comes to being able to, you know, hold someone accountable or lovingly correct someone in Christ. Um, yeah, I think it, it's hard to, receive correction or be held accountable by someone who doesn't know you yeah, or doesn't know you very well. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, is absolutely. That, yeah. I mean, what, what you're talking about is um, when you have relational equity with somebody, Yeah, when you have the foundation and the relationship to be able to come alongside somebody and say, Hey, I'm seeing this going on. Yeah. I'm concerned. And that's the other thing is that, uh, in order for you to have these conversations with people, you have to be able to enter that conversation from a place of love. And if your intent on if if the desired outcome of that conversation has anything to do, um, like I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah, if uh, yeah, whether it's the you're right, I'm or I'm right, you're wrong situation, or if. If the motivation is something other than the quality of that person's life and their own relationship with the Lord improving, then you may have to question if the intent of why you're saying it is worth saying. 
Mm-hmm. Because if you're saying it and it had and it doesn't act isn't because it actually benefits their relationship with the Lord. Yeah. Or or the or improve the relationships of the people around them, then and it's just because you're mad or you're offended by something that they said or did, then then I think that's misaligned. Yeah. Well, and I think if there is something that like They did something and you are offended. Like, deal with your offense. Deal with that. That was a very loud vehicle. (laughs) Deal with your offense. And then, you know, it doesn't mean you can't still go to that person. Just don't go carrying offense. You know, deal with that first. Get that out of the way. Make sure your heart's in the right place. Um, I think, well... No, never mind. There was something else I was going to mention, and now I can't remember what it is. It was fleeting on by. Yeah, it's driving me nuts. That's okay. It's okay, but I can't remember what it is. It is okay. Yeah. And so. Oh, oh, sorry, I just remember. You you got it. (laughs) She caught the thought. I did. I caught it. Um, There's some things I think. You know, maybe if it's a habit in that person's life that you're seeing consistently and like. You need to go, like, have a conversation with them. Like, sit down, have a conversation, um, that kind of thing. Like, hey, let's go to coffee. I have some things I'd like to talk with you about or whatever that looks like. There's those kind of things. And then there's also, like, if you're standing there talking with somebody or you're in a group or whatever, and then one of your friends or family member or somebody that is a believer and you know, they say or do something whack and you have that, like you were saying, babe, that, um, relational equity. Is that what you call that? Relational yeah. equity with that person. I mean, like it's okay in the moment to be like, Hey, yeah, we don't really need to talk like that right now. Like, mm, did you really need to say that? Did you really need to do that? Like, I don't think that's appropriate or it's okay to call it out in the moment. Just make like making sure it's in a right yeah. Way. <laughs> yeah. And and I also don't know, I don't know if this is what this person was asking for in this question, but the Bible does lay out uh, a very clear way of how to walk this out with yes. somebody. But sometimes it's awkward to try and, and, and start that. And so I just want to read real quick, um, yeah. Matthew 18, 15 through 17. Uh, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. We're not getting courageous thumbs and throwing stuff all over social media about how so-and-so did something. You're going to that person one-on-one and you're saying, hey, your actions, yeah, your actions hurt me. It was damaging to our relationship. Mm -hmm. Can we rectify this? How do we walk this out? Because if they don't know that they've done something, they can't correct it. If they're unaware of what how their actions hurt you, they can't correct it. Stop trying to pretend like people can read your mind. Sometimes what they did was not malice. It was out of, out of ignorance. Mm-hmm. And so when we walk through life and think that when somebody wrongs us that it's out of malicious intent, rather than having the grace to go, they probably had no clue that what they just did really hurt my feelings. So anyways... 
Back to the Bible. Between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you. That every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. So now you're bringing more people. And this isn't just ganging up friends, going to you know beat this person down. It's people that you know that have an invested relationship with this person as well. People that care about them. Well, and since, especially since this is, we're talking about correcting mm -hmm. a believer, like make sure you're taking other believers. <laughs> yeah, other believers. And, <laughs> Who and I would even person. recommend church leadership. Like if you have somebody that is maybe uh, a small group leader uh, yeah. that you're both involved with, or if there's a pastoral leadership option that you, that you can bring with you, involve your leadership. Parent, Don't feel like I mean, you depending have to figure on, it like, all out. What your age is, like bring a parent into it yeah. or, a, you know, something like that. Then next, if he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the, to the, if he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. That's the hard part today. Now, I think people will get caught up in a lot of the semantics of this is supposed to be done on stage and in front of the congregation. And I'm not trying to go down that path right now. But if he refuses to listen, even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Other translations say, let him be treated as an unbeliever. And so what that tells me, regardless of whether it's on stage in front of a congregation or if it is just with direct pastoral leadership where it is a, a group of people, whether it is you know multiple pastors along with everybody else that has been walking this situation out with you, and they're not listening, they're not repentant, and they're not walking it out and, and taking the action that it takes to, to fix and repair and bring healing to what they've done, then, then the Bible is very clear. And it's difficult for people sometimes to recognize that sometimes you have to be able to make that separation and say, this person has chosen by their actions to no longer live their life as a follower of Jesus. And that's how I have to view their them at this point in time. And so sometimes it takes one scary, bold conversation yeah, to begin having that. Because I think as a culture today, especially, especially in America, nobody wants to be called out on their stuff. And I think that's kind yeah. of a human nature thing. Nobody wants to be called out. Right. But especially yeah. in America – there's this mindset of, who are you to tell me what to do? And so, which then has transitioned into this thought process of, I'm going to stay out of everybody else's business and just worry about me, when what we're actually called into and in how to live life is through a life of community. We're called to be in community with each other. Yeah, because we can't see our own blind spots, right? Unless, A, the Lord reveals that to us. Like, He can show us our blind spots. Or, B... Someone in our, you know, sphere of life points it out to us. So we have to have each other, and Scripture makes it so clear. We have to have other believers walking with us that we have relationship with, that we're building, like doing life with, that we love and trust and can be able to sit down and have those conversations that are difficult, that are hard. It's like iron sharpens iron, right? Like 
it feels like sandpaper when you're called out, even though it's in a loving way. It feels like sandpaper <laughs> when you have to go, oh, right, that's right. I'm human, not perfect. I tripped up. Like, yeah. oh, man, yeah, I really, I, my attitude has sucked and I couldn't see it. Or, man, yeah, I've really been treating people in blah, blah, blah way or whatever it is. Um, whatever the thing is, fill in the blank that the conversation needs to be about. Um, yeah. We have to have each other. But it does sting. It hurts. Like, <laughs> nobody likes that feeling. But it's honestly the times that I've had people sit down with me or even if it's like we're in conversation and they just notice that my attitude stinks or whatever it is and they call me out on it but I know it's because they love me and they want to honor the Lord and they want to see my life reflect and honor the Lord like those people are my corner like I know that those people care about me and you can tell a difference in someone's tone when they really don't yeah there's a difference so when you're trying to figure out how to walk in that with fellow believers and trying to figure out that thing of how do I, how do I hold somebody accountable? How do I, well, first of all, are you letting yourself be held accountable too? Like, are you teachable? Are you allowing yourself to be corrected in a loving way? Um, I mean, the Holy Spirit, rebukes us at times like he corrects us so i mean are we letting him correct our heart and our thoughts and our like the words that we say and how we treat people um so just making sure that we are teachable we are correctable um before we go and try to correct someone else um even if our intentions are good like my heart needs to be in a right place yeah um and again just relationship walking doing life with people it makes it a lot easier to be able to sit down and talk with somebody about something you're seeing in their life if you have a relationship with them rather than like i've seen you once or twice before but right and and just to <laughs> unless touch they on, have nobody else i mean that's different that is different yeah and just to touch on real quick um you know you're talking about being able to to approach somebody in love and when you can approach somebody in love, what that looks like. I mean, we can, there's straight Bible for that. First Corinthians 13, starting in verse four, love is patient and kind. It is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of wrongs. It, is, it does not rejoice in, in about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith. It is always hopeful and it endures through every circumstance. Mm. And if, you are approaching a relationship and a conversation in a way that doesn't line up with being patient and kind or proud, then, then you're probably approaching that conversation from a place of judgment and frustration. And so sometimes it's worth doing that internal heart checklist to see if, where is my heart in this circumstance? Mm -hmm. And do I want love to be the overarching message that this individual hears from me mm -hmm. and so 
Um, and also, I want to point out, love does not mean you can't be firm. Oop, knocking over the microphone. Doesn't mean you can't be, like, firm and straightforward either. Yeah, like, absolutely. Not saying you got to be soft and mushy-gushy. That's not what any of those words you just read mean. But yep, that's very true. Um, so I've said, had some people say some very firm <laughs> corrections to me, but, but I needed Holy, it. I Holy needed Spirit that. is firm with me. Yeah. And the thing that you said about Holy Spirit, and I feel like we're going to run out of time here, and we may have to circle back on yeah, all of this another time. day. But um, look, Holy Spirit oftentimes speaks to you the way that you need to be spoken to. Now, make sure that your metric of that is not like is based in scripture. If if what's <laughs> if the message and and what you're hearing that's rolling through your head is constantly negative and berating and things like that. Probably, most likely, almost definitely not Holy Spirit. Well, There's conviction a versus but, condemnation. Yes. Yeah. And so, however, on more than one occasion, I've been in the middle of a situation and had Holy Spirit correct me with a smack to the back of the head in what he said to me. Hmm. Whether it was shut up, or to move, or whatever it was, it was firm. But it is, it is, the love from the Father is firm and direct when needed. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong well, with that. Well, and you're also a very direct person. Yeah. He speaks very directly to you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. that was a little bit of a rabbit trail, but. Yeah. But um, oh, real quick, we can. Oh, we didn't even we talk can, about dealing with we friends can, who aren't safe. Yeah, we we may have to circle back on that on another pod. I think the yeah. thing that I would say on that, maybe we can dive deeper in on it another time. The thing I would say to that is, are you, if you have friends that are not believers, are you living your are you living your life in a way that is presenting you as an ambassador of Jesus to those people? That doesn't mean that you're the the you know the MLM marketer for Jesus to try and win people over, but is the way that you live your life and the way that you treat people, yeah, position you to be considered an ambassador for Jesus in those people's lives. Yeah, it's just like in daily life when you're with those friends, because um, how are we in the world and not of it if we're not actually around people who don't know Jesus? So. You know, we do, we have friends who, who aren't believers, but also like, are they, are you, is your speech reflective of their speech? Are your actions reflective of their actions? Like, are you partaking in the things they partake in that you have convictions of otherwise? Or are you standing firm in how, like the convictions the Lord's given you, how he tells us in his word where to live and how we're to speak? to each other are you walking in that or are you letting them influence and change how you you speak and you act and you treat people um yeah i don't think you have to be like preachy to people all the time but just walking in your convictions is enough a lot of the time yeah yeah actions often speak louder than words doesn't mean you can't talk to them about Jesus. I'm just saying. I'm saying that. <laughs> Consistency in 
the way you live your life. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of who you're around. Yeah. What, what you're saying is so true about the consistency in how you live your life um, around those people. There's nothing wrong with having friends that are unbelievers. However, you have to make sure that um, you do have to be cautious of how you are being influenced. And sometimes there does come a time when, uh, when your relationship with those people is it, I hate using the the phraseology of is no longer beneficial, but it, it's um, it's okay to recognize that there are times in life where you grow, and if other people aren't growing with you, and you have to put yourself in a new environment for the new season and where the Lord is calling you to and what He's asking you to do, sometimes things just naturally grow apart, and that's okay. Don't feel like you have to hold on to things just because. There was, there was a stronger, deeper friendship there at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'd say, like, again, we all have friends who are unbelievers, but making sure that you have strong believers around you, <laughs> friends, uh, leadership, whatever that looks like, parents who are believers, um, you know, making sure that you do have that. Um, yeah. That'll preach. That was a sudden stop because I had another thought and it left. So that's okay. <laughs> well, hey, you guys but know that's how, okay. yeah, you guys know how we like to end these episodes. So I'm going to grab, actually, Amy, you grabbed the cards this time. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no. I, yeah, 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 yeah. If we I just, can get them. We take turns. We take turns on who on on who like picks the card, who gets to ask. Theme song. That kind of stuff. Sounds <laughs> like superheroes. Superheroes. <laughs> so in case if this is your first episode, uh we have multiple different cards. We have uh that are all kind of jumbled in a stack. We have questions for humans from John Deloney. We have the and, which is the one that I pulled today. And then we have say anything. It's just a set of uh, just random questions. And so, Amy. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a good one. I think you'll actually like this. <laughs> okay. What do you think I am learning from you? Hmm. What do I think you are learning from me? Yeah. Um. Oh, man. My initial thought, the initial thing that popped in my head was patience but then I was like I don't know because you're actually very patient with me when I am all over the place and scatterbrained so actually probably not patience (laughs) I feel like you're already pretty patient with me so I mean I have I think that you have taught me more about patience since we got together yeah maybe and I guess maybe in a way this goes with patience but like 
I hope this makes sense. Like steadiness. Not in terms of emotion, but in terms like. Keep going. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm questioning I, my thoughts. No, I, just, I, I, need, I need the clarification <laughs> of what you mean by steadiness. What is it that you're referencing? I don't know. I feel like I'm like slow, steady. I'm here all the time. Most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time. Just kind of, honestly, I'm a little melancholy a lot of the time. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know. I'm here. And I'm, I don't know. Because now I'm like questioning that. Because I'm like, you're also kind of steady. Well, maybe in this sense, like you love to, it's a strength of yours, but sometimes it also scatterbrains you a little bit. You get an idea and you're like, I'm going to go for it instead of like stopping, thinking about it, like being that steady, like, hold on, let's think about this for a minute. Let's think through this. I think. Let, maybe I steady think is the wrong impul- word. I think that impulse control that you're talking about there maybe is, impulse po- control. is, is potentially <laughs> potentially undiagnosed adult ADHD. I don't know. I'm no, I just think, out. I mean, I don't know if, what, if it's ADHD or not. But, I mean, I think on one hand that's a strength of yours. But all of us, all of our strengths are also weaknesses at times. So, yeah, steadiness yeah. is probably not the right word. I think I explained it and then... You want to know what popped like, into my head? What? Rest. Oh, yeah. Okay, that works. So it, Why did that not pop in my head? That is like a obvious, case, clear, I'm yeah. on the spot. In case you don't... <laughs> uh, if, if, if you're not familiar with us, if you don't know me... Maybe that's what I meant by steady. Maybe. If you don't know me outside okay. of this podcast... Um, I tend to have about 15 irons in the fire at one time and I'm always working on something and there's always something to do. I'm constantly multitasking. And one thing that I've learned from Amy is the importance of rest, that it is okay for me to rest, that it is necessary for me to rest. I can't be everything for everybody all the time. And, um, and it's okay for me to raise a hand and be like, hey, I need help and I need to ta- tap out and I need a, a nap and a snack. Mm, naps and snacks. That's like my love language. Snaps. snaps. I love it. That's my love language, man. Oh, let so. me have a nap and give me a snack. <laughs> it's the best day. So, um, yeah, yeah, okay, would, maybe that's it. Rest, yeah. I would say okay. say rest. The, the importance of and being able to appreciate it is something that I'm learning from you. I should have let you answer for me. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> we got there. Can I turn it on you? What are you learning from me? What do you think? You mean what do I think? What do you think I'm learning from you? That's That was the question, right? Yeah. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that one thing that you might be learning from me is the value the value of having a schedule. Oh, yeah, I guess. So, it it is an area that I've seen you grow in that you, that you know, you know that it's important. I know you hate it cuz it feels it's restrictive like schedule because might it, as well be a cuss word to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my favorite. Because it, it because it requires <laughs> but something so of you. Good and, for life. <laughs> and so That's Yes, you're right. It's true. Structure. I learned structure from you, for sure. 
Is there anything that? Because I'll be like this. Anything else that popped in your head? Nope, that one's good. Cool. All right. I take a. I'm gonna. I think this is gonna be a theme with these questions at the end. Is it's gonna take me a while to get there. Like, we'll get there. I'm the ponderer between the two of us. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Ponder thing. Well. But I like your answer. Guys, thank you so much for coming to uh, today's episode. I don't, I, you didn't come to anything. You just turned us on <laughs> with, uh, on YouTube or <laughs> podcast, wherever. So I don't know why I said you came to visit us. Whatever. They went to whatever platform they're That's listening true. on or watching on. So, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Be sure that you find us on social media. You can find us at The Intentional Life Pod on Instagram, YouTube, all the places. And um, if you have a significant other, ask them this question. What do you think I'm learning from you? Let us know how that conversation goes in the notes, in the comments. We want to hear from you. Go fill out the Google form if you want to ask us a question. In the meantime, keep listening. We'll see you next time. This is the Intentional Life Podcast. Podcast.